My name is Scott Cartwright, and this is Tempor Footnotes. Hi. I'm going to keep this uh, episode short. Um, it's not really an episode as much as it is just a couple of announcements that I just want to let people know about. Um, so I hope to get through this as quickly as I can in one shot. Um, so one, as you can hear, I have new music and I wanted to give a shout out to Simon Mathewson um, of New Teal Records. And I will have a link to the description I ended up looking for music that I could use for this and I happened across his and want to give a shout out. Um, I, this, I basically, you know, it was sort of a open source pay what you want type of thing for an album and got this and have some tracks that I'll end up kind of testing around and moving around as I get more proficient with the podcasting process. Right. Um, so there is that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Um, Another announcement that I have is, secondly, if you want to work with Jenny Lynn and I uh, on any type of audio projects or interviews or just talking or chatting, um, uh, I would be totally open with it. Um, I will kind of talk a little bit about a story uh, in a second here about kind of like what made me think about this type of process and why I'm why we're choosing this format for new temporary content. Um, but basically, uh, we're kind of all stuck, you know, around in our various shelter in place situations. And if you want to end up having a zoom meeting, record it, put it in podcast format or telephone call or whatever else, uh, just reach out. And if you want to work on something, I'm, I'm down. Um, so you can find a link, uh, to our email. Uh, you can go to tempormag.com, but, um, our email address is hello at tempormag.com. If you uh, want to, um, I don't know, shoot the breeze and, and I'll get back in the content, uh, contact, uh, that's, that was something that I was kind of thinking about this uh, week when I kind of hit a wall. Um, yeah, I hit a wall last week. That was something that really, it, it happened and it happened all of a sudden. I think what happens when you're out in physical space, like you can, you, you have your routines and your, uh, for you have your you have your basic routines right you have you be able to go to, like you end up having your work you end up going exercising going to the sh- going to the store picking up picking up your son or kids at a certain time dropping them off at a certain time and then all of a sudden everything is happening within this space and then your work life happens within it your personal life happens within it your family life happens in it your son's educational life happens within it and it's kind of hard to pace. And that's something that I think I hit a wall with last week where, you know, it, it all of a sudden kind of, I, I have kind of a nighttime, I have a morning schedule and I have a nighttime schedule. So I had classes, I have classes uh, where I'm, I'm teaching at night and I'm having zoom meetups and, and keeping student engagement up. So they actually turn in their final assignments and get graded for the class and get something out of the money that they spent for the classes. And so it requires me to wake up early and do things. Um, and then I'm having to, uh, Jenny Lynn and I are having to take turns like negotiating Marco and uh, education, keeping him engaged um, and continuity of his 
like VPK program he's in kindergarten next year. So keeping him kind of keeping on going with the foundation that when he was in school before all this happens, keeping, keeping that going as well as, um, you know, life, lunch, food, you know, conversations, keeping things low key conversations. And then that interspersed at the same time with work emails, her work emails, my work emails, my school emails, like all that stuff. <clears throat> and then I'll end up having like evening meetups with students uh, during those meetups. And then by the time it's nine o'clock or so, I'm, I'm done. And but then I'm wired from kind of kind of group meetup moderation and stuff. So a lot of it, it just kind of the aspect of finding pace is a bit of a challenge. You know, kind of like a marathon runner or something like a long distance runner, like running too fast or run, you know, exactly like running too fast and then all of a sudden burning themselves out. And I feel like I had a burnout moment last, last Thursday where it was late. We were having dinner and then the next day I basically, you know, got really dizzy. Like I have never been that dizzy in my life. Um, and I didn't know where it ultimately came from. It might've been food poisoning or something, but basically I was like basically vomiting all morning and, um, and the spinning was like 360 degrees. Like if my head was spinning around inside my head, 360 degrees along my neck, but then I would have these like swirls that happened like where that was happening. But at the same time, um, like these swirls would happen. I was also like really like light sensitive, um, where I needed to put a pillow over my eyes and just, it basically just took me down for the entire day. <clears throat> and it also took me down for Saturday and Sunday too. I mean, I was able to get up and kind of walk around and do things not until like Sunday where it, I started to feel better, but it was, it, that part of it was pretty intense. And I don't know. Um, it kind of made me, it made me think kind of, it made me hyper aware of my dreams about space, like spatial like spatial aspects of places that I was in the past. So one dream I was having was with my stepfather passed away at the bowling alley. And it was this uh, night that we were watching. We were, I was probably in middle school and we were watching the Rockets and the Knicks play in the NBA finals. And it was where they were cutting to the OJ chase, you know, at the same time. And we were just like, we want to watch the Rockets play and they're playing OJ. What, what gives? Anyway, um, I just remember it was weird because it, I was remembering every nook and cranny. I was rem remembering the carpet color, the lighting, uh, where things were in the um, in the in the bowling alley. And I was just having dreams like that. And then it was basically the, the building that I went to graduate school in was the same way. I had another dream and it was based on um, a, a old faculty uh, uh that taught there that was uh, sharing photos from when he went to school there. And I remember the lockers and it just kind of made me think about like the lockers and the, in the studio rooms in that building. And I remembered the layout of the building, you know, all the way through it. <clears throat> and um, it, I don't know, it was reminiscent of uh, an artist for people that didn't study art in school. Uh, Mike Kelly had this piece in the 1990s called Educational Complex where it was a uh, large scale architectural scale model made out of like foam core uh, plexiglass and like a, you know, a, a very well done architectural scale model of all of the spaces uh, that he 
had uh, that he could you know kind of recount from memory of like from you know from grade school all the way you know all the way through college of all these buildings kind of put together kind of like kind of um like lopped off from other buildings and kind of combined in the spaces that he occupied and it was something like that where it was strange to be able to recall that you know in a kind of being in a in a dream like being sick and then like having these like vivid dreams of of things like that and I don't know I guess the weekend kind of taught me that I wanted to get back into contact a little bit with uh people that I haven't been in contact with in quite a while uh and I don't know I think that this is sort of our normal at this point where we're going to be isolated kind of working and conducting our lives alone um with less human interaction and I don't know I wanted to you know, I, I wanted to, I wanted to make, I want to make the podcast based on those ideas more than outward, outwardly trying to sell. Like I'm coming at the podcasting thing from a, I don't know, just more, more content standpoint of what I can design around the content that I can create as well as, um, I don't know, let people know what I'm up to and, and maybe that can be kind of like I'm throwing a bottle out into the world rather than the kind of the sales pitch model of these where as I've been doing research and kind of getting subscribed to groups and listening to people talk about it, it always, it always kind of feels like it's a something that I'm trying to sell or I'm trying to sell myself or I'm trying to sell some product or something. And I don't necessarily want to sell anything. You know, I, I want to just have content out there that can end up turning into something. And, you know, we, I don't know, we've been spending this period of time uh, taking our third issue of Tempor and turning it into, you know, kind of a consistent EPUB and kind of transitioning to digital because the challenge ends up being that we want to make uh, print publications because we, this project started out of the love for print and being able to um, make high, like basically, uh, film, like basically process film scan and do like kind of longer thought processed long form writing with, you know, think like photo methods and art documentation type of methods that would be slower and less fast because that would, it ended up kind of coming out of, it ended up coming out of a, a period of time where we were feeling like that we were oversaturated with digital and I don't know, I guess in the, in the four years since we kind of took on, took on this project, you know, one thing is for certain is it's kind of gotten worse or I guess it is worse. Um, and trying to find a way to strike a balance with the various uh, pieces of content that we can ultimately put out and how we can design around that content is what we were striving for. And I think that the podcast method ends up being a slower method. Um, you know, it helped, like, it certainly does help in the process of being able to record yourself and then like edit yourself. So you're listening to yourself talk and, you know, any ideas that can kind of come to do another thing happens from this talking that bringing other people into the mix would be a really awesome thing. Um, and so that one project that we're having turning, turning issue three into an EPUB, uh, from basically we were very, very close, uh, to having it out, um, and we were ultimately going to have a photo exhibition at Bailey Contemporary Arts Center in Pompano Beach. Uh, but with this COVID-19 outbreak, it was going to happen right about now. It would have been up 
but uh, we're going to have to postpone it. Uh, but this ends up being a kind of a cool opportunity to figure out what this thing can be now. And um, I don't know, kind of getting getting the EPUB up to and all the other EPUBs up to a point where people kind of start downloading them and uh, kind of adopting the the strategy pay kind of a the different kind of payment strategies that you can ultimately have with it would be the things that we're working on these days to kind of digitize ourself because you know the the times kind of necessitate it a little bit more so anyway um other than that um you know that's what we've been up to um and really just trying to get better at this and uh that was my basic announcement that i wanted to have uh for you guys uh so Again, thank you, thank you, Simon Matthewson, uh, for the music. Um, it's very nice and helpful and pretty and uh, nice. I like the music a lot. Um, and uh, we'll keep you posted with any new occurrences. And in the meantime, we'll end up having uh, other 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 conversations that me and Jenny Lynn have, as well as any new interviews that anybody would want to come up with. So. Uh, keep keep in keep in touch in the in the future and uh, hope you're enjoying this. So thank you. <laughs>